Yo, 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 what it do, man? This is the Kickback Podcast, man. This is episode 125, man. And I'm chilling with my fan right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm a co-host, Ken Smith, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we got a dope show for you, man, you know what I'm saying? We finna talk about some dope topics like we always do. And, um, you know what I'm saying, if you agree or disagree or if you just want to state your opinion, you know what I'm saying, we have a number listed down below, you know what I'm saying? You could dial a 409 233-0017. You don't have to say your real name and all that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I know people be getting kind of, you know, like a little tripped out and stuff like that and be like, man, I have to say, what, say my name, say what from now. You don't have to do none of that. You know what I'm saying? Just call in, voice your opinion, and um, do what you got to do, man. But um, like I said, man, last week, you know what I'm saying, took a little week off or whatever, you know what I'm saying, um, which I don't normally do. I always tell people to stay consistent in what you do, but sometimes you got to take a little break every now and then. And stuff like that. But we back, man, with another dope episode. And also, like I said, man, you could catch this on YouTube. You could catch this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can catch it on whatever you listen to, podcast or or anything and stuff like that. But Ken, man, what's going on with you? What's good, my brother? Uh bro, you know what it is, bro. Just trying to keep on pushing, bro. Mm, for sure, man. Yeah, man. Hey, before we start off this show, man, you know what I'm saying? I seen you, seen you voice your opinion. Uh, about what's been going on lately, bro. You know what I'm saying? With the cops and the stuff like that, man. How you feel about that, though? Bro, honestly, bro, that is, it's heartbreaking, man, because the thing about it is when you see five black cops treat another black man like that, you know, you 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 know, it was one thing when the white guy killed the black guy, but then you see a black guy kill, a black cops kill another black guy, the energy is different. Like, I knew that them officers was going to go to jail. I knew it. I was like, they ain't gonna. I knew it. I said, as soon as y'all done some shit, it ain't gonna be no. We want justice. Justice was gonna come. It's just the idea that we're doing this to ourselves. Like yeah. we, you know, we doing it to ourselves. And I mean, the way they treated that dude, it was more like a fraternity. Like let's let's do some initiation shit. Let's beat his ass. Yeah. That that's what's upsetting to me. And the, and the thing about it, bro, I'm, I watched it. And you know what I'm saying it's sad because the dude wasn't really no big guy. He wasn't a threat. He nah, wasn't posing to to attack them. But the thing that nobody really saw it was the white cop that was one of the first ones on the scene, and he came in there because I was like, I kept my wife say that's a white hand. I said that, that dude look like a white hand, and and then like he's nowhere in the mug shots. Mm. He's not the person that was beating him up because he ended up getting left behind because I think they. Somebody sprayed somebody in the eye with some mace or something, pepper mm-hmm. spray. So he didn't go chase the dude down, but he was the one of the first ones to uh, pull out his taser and, you know what I'm saying, and tase the guy. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, not to cut you off, but I used to always say, you know what I'm saying, like, we need more, you know what I'm saying, people of color, ethics, and all that type of stuff to be police mm-hmm. officers. But, you know no. what I'm saying, like, this like a shot in the heart, man, because I'm like, right, dang, bro. I like, said the oh, same man, thing, bro. I got to do them like that. Bro, I swear to God, I was saying the same thing when I seen it. I was like, bro, we need to have. But the thing is, I look at the police officers that's in Beaumont, Texas. That I know you may have one or two that's cool. Oh, yeah, but yeah. majority of the ones, bro, that get in that position, they get on a power trip. Man, that power trip is crazy. Yeah, you already, number one, you already probably have a bad attitude. But, <laughs> yeah. but but because you become a police officer now, now your attitude is on a whole another level. Now you're untouchable. Mm-hmm. To your own people, you want to talk crazy to your own people. Mm-hmm. You know, I like you could know this cat and you could have had a good relationship with him in school or if you didn't have a good relationship with him in school. Now he stopped you and he pull you over. Now he want to flex on you. Mm, yeah. Now he want to, you know, try to jam you up. And, and I dare you to say something. Yeah, facts. 
So now he wants you to to uh, bounce to his beat. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is you can't really do nothing because he going to say, oh, I was, you know, I was a felt. I was a threat. He was attacking me. If he shoots you, you lose. Yeah. He, you know, no matter what you do, you lose because he, you know, unless you got some cold hearted proof to prove that you are in the right. I mean, and I'm being honest with you. I had a situation like that recently where, mm. I, where a cop, you know, from Beaumont, Texas, trying to get aggressive with me. Nigga in complete wrong. But I have to be smart and say, you know what, man, I don't even give you that leverage. Yeah. You try to, you know what I'm saying? You try to flex and try to say, oh, I'm going to shoot you in front of your kid. Nigga, you, I ain't going to give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually told you that? Bruh, he told me that. He pulled out his gun. Oh, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, he pulled his gun. And, and bruh, I, I laughed at it. A brother? A man, oh, man, fuck that nigga. man. Hey, oh, you, I am trying. I'm trying not to cuss on you, boy. Tuki, man, Tuki Junior, man, he hit me in the comments, man. 100. Yeah, but, I'm, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to get that, that dude no energy, man. He, he yeah, is, yeah, he yeah. Is. Yeah, and like I said, man, you know what I'm saying. I know uh, we go get, we getting, we go dive into the show. We go dive into these topics and stuff like that. But we had to address the situation that happened. And also, man, I think it took a little while for that video. They might have docked that video up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So Bruh, they, they not trying to help them brothers. They about to hang <laughs> No, sir. Hey, yeah. you know, you know, Memphis already be a little wild out there too, right. man. You know what I'm saying? Bro, so. them cops was them cops was tripping, bro. They they hey. was out of breath because this they was the, mad. They, the look, time. look, look, bro. I was tripping because I say, why are they breathing so hard? Mm -hmm. Like the dude ain't even fighting y'all, and he they breathing hard. They out of shape. They mad because they had to chase the dude. They mad because they pepper sprayed themselves. It seemed like they didn't have no type of training or nothing. It was unprofessional. I say, man, they they the worst, bro. It was worse. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Miss Jackson. Well, some Miss Jackson she just came from um vacation and stuff like that. So she been yeah. doing her thing. Hey, Miss Jackson got a movie um she finna do. Oh she yeah. Be in a movie, yeah. Can you honestly see? Hey, Miss Jackson, hit my boy Ken up. He want to be in a movie too. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, I'm in a movie that's coming out, man. You know what I'm saying? In a couple yeah. weeks or whatever. And uh, I'm a little nervous and stuff because you know they've been killing the movies that have been coming out on the Tubi or whatever. Yeah. Hey man, don't kill me on that movie. Hey, 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 I think I seen you on Facebook. I think I seen your cameo. I seen it. That's that's one of the cameo. I got a few. More I seen you. Yeah. I seen you. Uh, whatever yeah. though, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I forgot the damn name of the movie, man. My boy go kill me and stuff, but man, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Cutthroat. I think the movie Cutthroat. It's going to be coming out yeah. real soon, man. Y'all check that out and stuff like that, man. But let's dive into these comments because, you know what I'm saying, the show is about how important, you know, the, I mean, the topic of the show is how important money is in a relationship, but we got dope topics that we go talk about and stuff like that. So if y'all want to jump in, you know what I'm saying, voice your opinion in the comments, they'll get posted. If y'all want to call, you can do all that stuff like that, all that good things, man. I appreciate y'all for tapping into the show, you know what I'm saying, the kickback podcast or whatever and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, cutthroat. Hey, Alfredine, check it out, my G. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty good, man. I'm in there doing my thing on there too, dog. I ain't can't, can't tell you all that, <laughs> but I'm doing my thing. But man, let's top it. Uh, oh no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start off what you was talking about yesterday, bro. Remember with the, in the changing parts and the car and the, and the oh, ooh, I, the got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking the about the, um, was fire, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, and it, it really started off, bro. My check engine light came on my car, man, and I was uh I was yeah. driving and it just flashed on. Mm. And I'm like, damn, man, what what now, bro? I, I said I don't feel like getting rid of this motherfucker, what now? <laughs> so I, I so I take it to uh yeah. AutoZone and they put it on the little reader to tell me what's wrong with it. And it mm -hmm. said, uh your your mass airflow sensor or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just a sensor. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, how much it is? So they say it's it's two hundred. 
Yeah, it was like two hundred dollars. So I was like, all right. So I researched how to put it on. I go to the crib, you know, put it on and shit. Check engine light still on because I have to go get a uh go back to AutoZone and let them put it on the thing to clear the check engine light off. Okay, okay. So 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 I'm sitting there thinking, saying, damn, this same situation. A lot of people don't pay attention to the to the signs, to the indicators. Yeah, there's something there's something wrong in the relationship. They just keep driving that motherfucker. Mm. They keep they keep driving, and, and and when when like I say, they check engine like come on next. It's something small. It could be something small, but if you don't never pay attention to it, and you just keep driving, it could escalate to something big. Mm-hmm. So that same thought process should be like how you attack a relationship. Mm. There's a situation that's going on in your relationship that check engine like comes on. It's an indicator that the communication may be off, that something may be off in a relationship where y'all not vibing. It's not running right. Mm. That relationship. If you keep ignoring the signs, eventually it's gonna start running a little bit more rougher. Yeah, yeah. Then, like I say, because it started off small, but you let it go on now, it's something big. If it's if it's that ass sensor, I can fix that. If yeah. it's just me and you got a little issues where we our communication off just a little bit, we can fix that. Mm. But when it comes down to something that's under the hood that's major, mm-hmm. we can't fix that. When it comes down to like your your oil gaskets and stuff like that, that's gonna cost so much, you might as well just get a brand new car. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to where it's infidelity, cheating, and you doing stuff that I can't just fix, I can't mm-hmm. fix the whole woman. Mm-hmm. If you're already fucked up, I can't fix you. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just go ahead and replace, go get me another car, trade it in. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You gotta pay attention to them indicators, bro, because they there. Yeah, exactly. You can't like you know, a lot of people when they hear that car running funny, they like to just turn up the music and ignore it and think <laughs> it's gonna get better. You know what I'm saying? Since right. Think that relationship gonna get better, but that relationship ain't gonna get better until you address the problems, address the, address the problem. situation, communicating all them good things, man. You can't because what you gonna do, you just gonna ride, you're gonna just drive that car or that relationship raggedy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like Miss Jackson say, then you go have to park it. You're going to have to park it. You're going to have to start over, get a whole new car, like you said. You know what I'm saying? Because the motor didn't rent bad. The relationship mm-hmm. went bad and all that. So now you got to start over when you could have addressed the situations and correct the problems. Correct you could have got that all changed and all that type of stuff, but you ignored it and it, the, the thing built up. And now, you know what I'm saying? You started and, over. You know what I'm saying? And look, so, bro, sometimes it could be so simple as you put bad gas into your car. You didn't tighten um, up your gasket on your uh, car. You didn't even check to see what it was. So say, for instance, you don't even check with me and say, baby, is everything okay? You feeling mm-hmm. okay? It's like I said, we walk by each other every day with no, no communication. That's you not checking that uh, gas tank to make sure it's closed right. <laughs> yeah. You just walk by me every day. It didn't say nothing. But that mm-hmm. check engine light on. You notice it, but you're like, fuck it. I'm going to keep driving it. Yeah. So now oh. it was something small, and now when when something else comes, that check engine like never going off. Now uh-huh. you got another problem, and the gas thing is just need to be tightened. That check engine like would have went off. Yeah, but because you kept driving, now you got something else going on. Your spark plugs or something like that. Mm. And a lot <laughs> of time, people don't take the time. Like you say, they turn the music up. Yeah. They ignore the fact that they need a tune up. They ignore all of that shit, bro. And that's why I say. This shit funny, bro, because a car is so much like a relationship. Yeah, Every, Everybody want that nice car. Everybody want a nice car, bro. Mm-hmm. But nobody, not too many people want to really do the maintenance to take care of it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what kind of car mm-hmm. you got. If mm-hmm. you take care of it, it's going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. They all do the same job to get you from point A to point B. And let me and let me break it down to this. You know how to when people do the shiny rims and all that. That's that's when that's when they try to make it look good on Facebook. 
They tried, they tried to make it look good on Facebook. They put the shiny rims on there, like, oh, that relationship yeah. is good. It's shiny. It's looking it's, good over there. You know what I'm saying? To hide the fact that the engine and the, yeah. the engine rattling and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Well, hey, that's, hey, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. I, I <laughs> that rims on this thing to hide the fact that you know what I'm saying. We having a lot of turmoil going on, but a lot of turmoil. Oh, hey, rims. have you ever seen this one? They go buy my uh a BMW. A uh, 2002 BMW <laughs> smoking or something shit. It's smoking, <laughs> but just to say they got a BMW, uh -huh. you know. But the, under the hood, it's fucked <laughs> Under the hood, it's, you just got something just to say I got a BMW, but it don't run right. Yeah, that don't even no. make sense. Why don't you just go get you a goddamn regular Honda, a Toyota that run good? But you want to go keep up with somebody and show them, hey, I got me a nice man, my man this, uh -huh. my man that, <laughs> but he ain't treating you right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, 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 Trina talking about you got to use your warranty. She don't worry about no warranty. Hey, I didn't even no know about it. Hey, I ain't gonna. I ain't even know about the warranty. My Jeep one time it was tripping. It didn't start. Yeah. I was like, now nah, I just right. got this Jeep, bro. So I brought it <laughs> to the dealership and stuff. And they, and this technology is crazy. So they sent me an email or something. And it was like yeah. some dollars or whatever. Or something. So I called them. Say, yo, what's up with? I say, how much is gonna cost to fix it? She's yeah. like, oh no, we sent you an email. It's, it was only like forty dollars. We. They did something or whatever. No, they asked if I wanted to all change or some other stuff, and it cost like four. I said, "Yeah, but what about the what? What about fixing?" They say, "Oh no, no, your warranty came in play." I say, "Oh shit, like a oh okay, I bet you know what I'm saying." And you know mm -hmm. what? Oh, you know what, Trina? You know what that warranty is? That's that therapist. <laughs> That's that counselor. That's going. That's going to that marriage counselor. That's that warranty. Let's go. Let's go talk this out. Let's go. Hey. Let's go do that. You know what I'm saying? So I got uh, one better, bro. I got one better too. I said, I remember I had a Camaro, and um, I, I, it, I, I don't know what had happened with it, but it wasn't was, no white Camaro, was it? I, I was a maroon one. I had oh, a maroon. Okay, okay. And like I say, bro, I had just bought that mug. I bought it from uh, Classy Chevrolet, and I, I kept getting it fixed, bro. I kept spending money to get that motherfucker fixed, but I put so much money in it, I probably could have just traded in and got me something else because, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, the, I'm taking it to the shop. I kept taking it to the shop to keep it, never fixing it right, bro. But because it was a Camaro and that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So it's that relationship that you really want. You really want the relationship, but you know mm -hmm. it's giving you problems. You know it's trouble. But because that may be, woman may look good, she may have a killer body, she may be fine, she may be pretty. I'm going to keep taking the bullshit. I'm going to keep taking what you dishing because that's what I want. Mm -hmm. When I already know it's mm -hmm. giving me problems, you know it. The motherfucker ain't running right. You got to keep putting it in the shop. Keep paying that money. Keep getting it out. But you keep getting the same results back in return. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. because sometimes what you really want is not no. Sometimes what you want is not really really what you need. When yeah, I true. when I got to that point, I just said all I need is a car. I don't need no motherfucking Camaro. Give me this mm -hmm. Nissan. Yeah. Nissan. Look, the Camaro only got 19 something miles per gallon. Mm. The Nissan get 31 miles per gallon on the highway. And I was driving back and forth on the highway. So what I really needed was a highway car. I didn't need sure. that fucking Camaro where I had to keep putting gas in it and, and it didn't do shit for me. Anyway, couldn't, couldn't put my kids in the back. It was a rough ride and I couldn't ride my kids in the back comfortably. It looked nice, yep. but it wasn't what I needed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, man, you be thinking you want it, but that ain't really what you need. Mm. Facts, though, man. The people oh, probably, I like, I people, like that. People probably think we talking about cars and and and, and stuff like that, man. Y'all better go back and listen and and, and and check out how we rocking and stuff like that. So, but let's get on it, man. Let's um let's let's start off with the topics and stuff like that. Let's go, my homie. Sending uh, shout out to my homie Sean. He's sending me something like, man, y'all starting off dope already. All right, but uh anyway, 
Let's stop off, man. You know what I'm saying? I was checking out, you know what I'm saying, things and rejection. I think, you know what I'm saying, we dove in this. But, man, who you think handle rejection better, man? You think men or women uh, handle rejection better? Because, you know what I'm saying, nowadays, I, I, I just seen a picture. I just seen a video of a woman getting rejected, you know what I'm saying? And she threw a bottle at this man's car, you know what I'm saying, trying to break the window. You know what I'm saying? They was at a club or something. She was drunk. She tried to holler at him or whatever. He was like, nah, whatever. And I guess they had some words. Her homegirls were trying to hold her back. She ended up taking the bottle, through the bottle at the window and all kind of stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, damn, okay. Yeah. Y'all getting that aggressive women when y'all get re- when y'all getting rejected or whatever. So I was like, man, is the tides turning or has it always been the same as far as women not being able to handle rejection? So what, what what you think about um who you think handle rejection men or women or is it just equal and we just starting to see in both sides now because of social media and stuff? Well, I still believe that women handle well women handle rejection better than men. Mm-hmm. Reason being because we're always after them, and so they're used to so many men trying to holler at them all the time. Is you know what I'm saying? So for them to to tell a man you know what I'm saying hey that's okay or whatever they I rarely see women try to holler at the man. I rarely see that. I -hmm. see most men trying to go after the woman. Like, you know, that song, Why Must I Chase the Cat? There's most men chasing women than women chasing men. So I feel like for men, we're the ones that can't handle rejection. Because, like, when we trying to holler a woman, she diss us and say, nah, shit, I got a man or whatever. I seen more dudes get pissed off or cuss a motherfucker out because she told Mm -hmm. him no. I seen a shit. It just recently had somebody that shot a woman because she, it was a, a football player or somebody, he got somebody to kill a girl because she told him she wouldn't holler at him. Yeah, that's so, like that old school, like back in the day, like about 15, 20 years ago, Ray Farouk or something like that from yeah, Carolina always, Panthers. Yeah, I remember I heard about yeah. that one. Yeah, so I mean, but see, that situation was a lot different because she actually had a baby for that dude. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like rejection for as like when a, when a woman telling you she don't want to holler at you no more, are you talking about when a woman break up with you? Nah, when you try to oh. holler at a female or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think men we handled it worse because so many men can't take that. When a one oh bitch, you know who you're talking to, they want to start using for you know profanity, cussing the chick out. I rarely see women doing it. There's some though. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Why why do you why do you think men do that though? Like when they get when they when they get rejected and they start are they not like uh is the confidence shattered to where they gotta like, you know what I'm saying, like gotta you know, what I'm saying assault a female like yo f you and yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I what I think. I think they try to bring the woman down and put her down to a level to where they try to break her down to where she maybe one day try to holler them. Like they try to make her feel like she ain't shit, like mm-hmm. you ain't nothing, and yeah. then in midst of her wanting to talk to you. But you gotta understand, you've already then said so many bad things about her. What makes you think that woman want to talk to you? But that's what a lot of people do. Because the woman told you no, you want to try to break her down and make her think she ain't good. Like she ain't a good woman. Or you ugly anyway. I ain't want to holler at you anyway. But why you went, went to approach her then? Yeah. If you didn't want to holler at her, why, why did you even go approach that woman trying to holler mm-hmm. and she tell you no? Now you want to say she ugly. Come on, man. Stop it. Yep. Just stop, man. Yeah, I, didn't want I just wanted to blah, blah, blah. They yeah, and I've seen it, bro. I've seen it. I have seen it happen so many times, bro. And I used to laugh because, I mean, my thing is, bro, come on. You ain't got to do that to that woman. If you, if she may have a man 
And she tell you how I got a boyfriend. That's that still ain't good enough. So most men keep pressing, keep pressing. When a woman told you no, you know what I'm saying? I got a man. Would you be happy for her to cheat on a man? And then mm -hmm. you be with her, she gonna cheat on you too. Why can't you respect the fact that she said she got a man and keep it moving? Well, you know, sweetheart, I just wanted to say, you know, you're beautiful or whatever and keep it moving. And, and you know what? That's a red flag right there. That female, even though she rejected him, that's a red flag right there because it's like, damn. So I told you I have a man. But you still want to holler at me, so you want me to, so you want me to cheat on my man. So what? Yeah. So what kind of relationship do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? Is if you're trying to holler at me, knowing I said I had a man, so you just want to have a sexual type of relationship or whatever? Like that's how you think of me? You know what I'm saying? Hello, but, hello, you know somebody. So I mean, that's a red flag right there. You know what I'm saying? Like the grass, like when we say the grass is not green on the other side. So if this dude knows you have a man. And you leave, and your man, you know, I'm not saying if he's good or bad, but let's say he's a good man. And you leave this good man because this dude might be looking, he might look hotter or something like that or whatever. Yeah. Or he might have a better car. And so now, you know what I'm saying, now you try to have a relationship with this man. But this man already, he already knew that the situation was y'all was having sex. That was it. It oh, was really? nothing more. You know what I'm saying? Now, oh, now you want to change the situation now. You know what I'm saying? You left your man. Now you want to make it a relationship when y'all didn't already probably was, was smashing. It was just a smash action type of thing. Now you want to change the expectations of what y'all have. And that's not what it is. That's not and, what it is, bro. And then I, now, now you're trying to go back, you know what I'm saying, to the other side of the fence. And then now you just left a good man because you thought the grass was green on the other side. And I, I always tell people, I'm a, I'm a piggyback off of you. When they talk about the grass is green on the other side, you got to understand you're not standing on the other side you it's your perspective you're not even on that grass yet so you think it's prettier but once you get over there and you walk over there you realize damn they got they got ant beds over here too they got uh -huh. holes it, <laughs> it doesn't look the same once you get over there mm -hmm. from your from your view you think it's greener but when you actually go step in that grass and you really get that perspective of i'm, I'm over here now and you mm -hmm. realize that that ain't really what you wanted it is, doesn't look the same green as when you step in it hey because <laughs> Cause Ken, you know what? When you was on that other side of the fence, that man was cutting the grass every week, every two weeks. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and you didn't went to the other side because this man then finally cut his grass. He didn't finally cut his grass <laughs> after a month or two. It looked good. And now you over there, you like, damn, this this motherfucker ain't cut his grass in a minute. What's going on? Right, right. Like, oh hey, baby, you call me when I just cut my grass. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is and stuff like that. So. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to work out the situation. You got to talk it out. You got to communicate before you try to just get tempted and go to the other side where really it's not never good over there. You know what I'm saying? You know, Most of the time, it's not good over there on the other side. You know what I'm really saying? Not. It's really not. And, you know, I'm going to uh, say this, too. Most times people leave good searching for better. You already got good. Why do you need to go try to look for better? And see, when you leave good searching for better, you end up getting worse. Why don't you make good better? Why don't you take what you already got that's good and make it better. Don't leave good mm -hmm. searching for better. But that's what people do. Like you got a good man and he may have his issues. He may have some things that you don't like, but you see a, a dude that, oh, he 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 better than my man. And the thing is, bro, I, I don't want to give away the game, but mm. say say a, a dude trying to holler at you and you you open up yourself up to that conversation. But you tell him everything about your man. Mm -hmm. You tell him everything you don't like about your man to the to the side, nigga. Mm -hmm. Or to the side guy, excuse me. I'm trying to clean up my words. To the, to the side guy, you didn't gave him an open book test. 
You didn't told him all the things that you want in yeah, a man because though. you just didn't told him all the things that your man not doing. Yeah. So he's going to do everything that you said your man ain't doing mm -hmm. just to get you. To Once get you. he gets you, he's going to go right back to whoever he was. Yeah. So yeah. now you're like, oh, I left my man for you. You told him what you wanted, dummy. Exactly. You, to you told him what you was looking for. I want a man he to make me feel special. So guess what that dude going to do mm -hmm. every day? Hey, baby, you beautiful. Hey, mm -hmm. baby, you know, uh, do your man ever tell you this? You mm -hmm. telling him that your man don't never compliment you. So he's going to start complimenting you. Compliment but yet, you every morning. He finna hit you in the morning. Hit you up in the morning, bro. Hey, mm -hmm. beautiful. Now, look, but look, keep in mind, the, the, the man that you got, he compliments you, but it just ain't as much as you want. Mm. But then also, do you compliment that man? You ain't telling the story about yourself. You ain't telling them what you not doing. But they you say equal them what yoke. I always hear the equal yoke. You know what bro. I'm saying? You want to be complimented. Okay, compliment your man. He might respond Trump. back, baby. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. I mean, they don't want that. <laughs> See, the thing is, people want the truth, but they really can't handle the truth, bro. You want it. And I mean, I'm just telling you, this is the truth. Like, women do this all the time. Mm. They tell the, the other nigga everything about the current dude and then they go like you said they go think the grass is greener mm -hmm. but you didn't gave this man an open book test you didn't told him everything about your last dude and that's why he feel like he know you so good mm -hmm. because you didn't told him everything that that man ain't doing yeah oh he know me we just so compatible I ain't fucking compatible. You didn't just told a dude everything you want. Mm -hmm. Facts. He ain't finna say nothing different. No, he he bro, get what he can get. See, get what he can get, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's common sense. But then the dude that you saying don't never make time for you, he at work. He taking care of the bills. Yep. He doing things like that while you, you know, at home chilling or whatever you may be doing. Mm -hmm. So the conversation that you could be having with your man, you choosing to have with this dude. Mm -hmm. You could call him and say, hey, baby, how was how was your day? Hey, baby, I was just thinking about you today. Mm -hmm. Make that man that's working feel valuable. Make mm -hmm. him feel like he's he's the king of the house. Yeah, text that man. Text while that working, man. Like, hey, babe, I yeah. know you at work or something, but I just want to say I hope you're having a great day and all of Thank you. Good, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you want, you sometimes you got to send and receive and stuff like vice versa and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How that man go feel? He check his phone on his lunch break. Damn, babe, looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you know yeah. when I get when I get off of work, man, let me go to the store. Let me go grab with some flowers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You might inspire that man to do something. You know what I'm saying? It can't always be like uh, he ain't doing this, he ain't doing that. Like I say, sometimes you got to send the olive branch and be like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, babe, I just want to let you know. And he might think like, you know what I'm saying? Look, babe was, you know what I'm saying? She, she looked out for me, you know what I'm saying? While yeah. I was, you know what I'm saying? He might be off or whatever, and he might send you something like that. So I'm just saying you might expire that man, you know what I'm saying, to, to you know, to, to send you those messages you wanted or those flowers and stuff like that. Sometimes you can't, you got to communicate like that. We always talk about this though, but man, you got to communicate. You can't just sit back and wait for something that hopefully happen and stuff like that. Yeah. If y'all love each other and stuff like that, you should be, uh, you should be able to communicate with that man and be like, look, babe, you know what I'm saying? This is what I like or whatever. And I know you like this and stuff like that. Let's work together to make our relationship how we want it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes when you're in a relationship, for a while or something like that and you know what i'm saying you get a little comfortable and you know you start yeah a little stagnant and stuff like mm -hmm. that but you know what i'm saying like if you have that conversation with him like hey babe you know what i'm saying i know on both parts we've been kind of stagnant and all that but let's get back to how we was at the beginning when yeah, we were, yeah you know what i'm saying or whatever and and it, it don't take the man or the woman it just take one of y'all just to bring up the conversation to that you, 
It'd be True. like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know what, you know, yeah, that's that's right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's go out to eat, let's do all this and stuff like that. Cause sometimes on my page, you know, I see a lot of females talking about, oh, well, he don't do that no more. He, you know, he ain't do that like he used to be and all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But maybe I need to sit down and have that conversation and have the understanding. Like, look, man, let's let's go how we used to be in, you know what I'm saying, when we first started. And then that might, you know what I'm saying, transpire and have something happen. Well, I'm going to put it this way, bro. Because we started this show talking about cars, I, I feel like it's only right that I say this. Mm. A lot of times when things first start, it's like getting in that car, that new car scent. Every time you get a brand new car, it has that brand new scent. It smells good. Mm. You know, it smells really nice. But over, yeah. Yeah, but over time, the, the more you get in and out of that car, it, it, it that smell seems to go away. Yep, yep. Now, some people would never, ever get that new car scent again. Mm -hmm. Some <laughs> people's car is going to be stanky like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But there is a way that you can still get a new scent, a different kind of scent in that car. It may not be. They got little them little trees that say <laughs> new car scent. Yeah, for sure. You can go hang those in your car, and, yeah. and it still will give you a new car scent. Yeah, for sure. You could change it to wild cherry, whatever you want in your car to make it smell good. <laughs> so when you talk about bringing back that that love, bringing getting it back to how it was at the beginning, it may not be the exact same way because, like I said, things do happen in a marriage and what things get stagnant. Y'all grows, and most of the time you should be growing to a level where y'all gonna be better than y'all were to begin with. Y'all have so much more. It's like a tree that's growing. The branches get longer. Mm -hmm. So now y'all have a way of reaching each other a little bit more further. Y'all a little bit more deeper than y'all were before. When y'all first met, what y'all had connected on was more physical. Y'all may have sat down and talked, but now y'all got so many other branches. Now you got children. You got different levels of, of this relationship that you can dig into to pull you together, to give you that strength. Y'all go to church. Y'all pray together now. The bigger that tree get, bro, the longer those branches get. Mm -hmm. So you have so much more things now that you can pull to, but also it's not too many people that can really block the view of a tree. No. When you when you a branch, look, when you a little bush, <laughs> people can get in your way. People can cut you down. Yeah. But when you become a tree, bro, it's not too many people fucking with you, bro. You can you see an over a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, man. Try to build you something to where you growing with that woman, you growing upright, and you you not gonna be just stay a bush. When you stay a bush, bro, anybody can come cut your cut your branches. Because mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. But when you become a tree, it take a bad motherfucker to come up there and cut them trees off you. Mm -hmm. it, you know you gotta have a, a certain type of craft to climb that tree and cut me down. So that's why I say, man, just build something with that woman, man. Like I know a lot of times people, you know what I'm saying, they get stagnant or they get to a place where they stop building. Man, keep growing, man. Add levels to your marriage, to your relationship that can't just anybody cut down. See, like, you know, a nigga try to, a dude try to hate on you or try to talk to your woman. When you get so high, she gonna ignore all of that, bro. Mm, mm. People in her DM, she gonna ignore all that. That's something you don't have yeah. to worry about when you become a tree. Yep. When you get a branch, you gotta be like, man, who that is in my girl inbox? Nigga, my you ain't gotta do all that no more. You don't I'm, need done, I'm past that, bro, because when I pick this woman, we growing together. Ain't nobody blocking our view, baby. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody blocking our view. Yeah, because y'all y'all got the vision, y'all got the goal together, the goals and stuff like that. And and, and somebody like inboxing, like, nah, you like, hold on, nah, we, we got something built right here. We got the foundation established and everything. And what you trying right. to get from me is 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 not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, nah, I'm comfortable, I'm safe here, right? You know what I'm right. saying, and stuff like that. So 
like you said, like, you know, like, like you say, like dudes inboxing and stuff like that, you don't have to worry about that because you didn't already, you know what I'm Be saying? Be the groundwork. You didn't yeah, already put the groundwork in. All that yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Look, Miss Jackson talking about speak. Yeah, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson probably got a, her wine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she already told me how she get down when she watching the show. She be having a wine. She be chilling. Shout out to Miss Jackson, like I said. But let's move on to the next topic, man. Let's go on. Let's, um, let's go on to... Uh, which really what the show you know what i'm saying how important is money in a relationship you know what i'm saying you i i see i pulled up a few stats that saying you know what i'm saying as far as like you know what i'm saying divorce you know what i'm saying is uh like one of the things catered to it it's not the top one but it's like top three you know what i'm saying it's financial issues you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying which can be real stressful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying how, how important is money in a relationship to you how important is it to me Money, money, money is not important to me, but you do need it to accomplish a lot of things. Like for me, we can build together. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want a woman that's going to rock with me if I didn't have it, if I did. But I know the reality of it is if I didn't have it, you probably wouldn't get the type of woman that you really want. Because a lot of women are not going to gravitate with you if you flipping burgers. And I mean, they could say they could disagree with me if they want to. But I know the type of woman I'm attracted to. I know what type of woman I want. And it doesn't have to be a beautiful woman, like, you know, in the looks, but personality wise, I want a woman that's having the same interest, the same drive that I have. So if I'm, if I'm driven, I want you to be driven, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, nurse or whatever, that's what I want. So therefore my expectation is that's what I want. I can't be slacking wanting to stay at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying money is, is important as long as we understand where to put it. It can't be the first thing in our life, but it definitely need to be somewhere up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, and, and you got to know how to use the money. Like, you know, it's, if you're going to come in and attack it like it's, it's, it's my money versus our money. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? If you're not making it seem, make that money work for us. What we doing for our children. You know what I'm saying? We trying to build like me and you talked about building a legacy for our children. We're trying to buy a house and we're trying to build something. That's why the money is important. It's for that reason alone mm-hmm. is to try to build something for your children. Yeah. And, and like I said, I don't need money. It's nothing, but I'm being honest with you. It's nothing else that I really need. I don't need no more clothes. I don't need no more shoes. I don't really wear it like that. I go to work every day. I be in work boots. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only time that I really need some clothes, if we go out and go out somewhere nice, I just go get me something for that event. That's how I am. Facts, yeah. yeah. But as far as just buying clothes, just to be buying clothes, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I've been wearing mostly the same size for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't really have to buy a whole lot of stuff. Now, you know what I'm saying? For her, if she want to, you know, go buy some stuff nice, that's on her. But like I said, I'm just not that type of person. Like, yeah. as long as we got a nice house. Yeah. And, and it's another thing, bro. Going back to the car. Mm-hmm. That's why I say about money. If you got a nice car, not knocking people that got a nice car. Mm-hmm. But you ain't got a home. It's all about prioritizing. My priorities is my house, then anything else, your family, whatever else, you, recreation you got. But you got to get your house first if you're in a marriage in a relationship. You got to yeah. have the same type of goals. Mm-hmm. Here it is: if I'm driving a goddamn uh, uh, a Tesla, but I'm living in the fucking uh, what you call it, cellar coals. Somewhere mm-hmm. like that, you know, it just and everybody can move at their own pace. But I'm saying we're in a relationship. My whole thing is let's build something. We're yep. going to be paying rent for the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So money is is not that important, but it is needed. Yeah. It's not I, the top. You know what I'm saying? It, 
I don't say it's at the top, but it's, it's up there because, like it's you said, there. man, and I like what Neela said. He's not, money's important if you're trying to make moves. And me personally, I'm trying to make moves. Like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like getting a house or somebody's trying to buy some land or establish a mm-hmm. business and stuff like that. So right. if I'm dating you or if I'm talking to you, um, then I need to see what your vision is as far as like, you know what I'm saying, what your goals is. Now, like you said, if your goals is, and I'm not knocking nobody. I'm not knocking nobody at all. I'm not knocking nobody's job at all. But if your goals is like, you know what I'm saying, if you're working at Walmart or something like that and you're okay with that, you know what I'm saying, then I have a little, I have a problem with that because, you know what I'm saying, for me speaking, um, well, I mean, I'm a man or whatever, but I'm just saying, I'm just talking about if a female was talking, dating a guy or whatever, then you got to understand, like, what kind of life do you want to live? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to get you a house? Are you trying to, you know what I'm saying, uh, have that relationship where you can put money to the side where your kids can go to school or or you can do all these type of things or travel and see the world and stuff like that. So, I mean, as far as the money aspect, yeah, it, it depends on, like, how high of a goal you're trying to reach, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, you know what I'm saying, now, now being broke, you know what I'm saying, that's a different issue, you know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes... When people like when they use that excuse as far as like oh we got divorced because of money issues, I think it's because you know I don't I don't think they established you know what I'm saying that that foundation. Right. Um, I think they just lost track of what their goals was, and you know what I'm saying like you know a lot of people don't you know they say through sickness and health and all that through death do us part, but when certain situations happen, you know what I'm saying they quick to just check out. So check out you know on when you get with somebody, I think you need to really like see how loyal they is and committed they is to the relationship and to you that if anything happens, you know what I'm saying? They not finna quiver or shake and all that, you know what I'm saying? And they go stick to the script and and remain strong because sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You can be weak or your partner can be weak and you need each other to help build you back up. Then like, you know what I'm saying? If one person's sick, then you know what I'm saying? You're not just finna let your partner be sick and just get through it on their own, do their own their own. You go help them out. You go go get them some chicken noodle soup. You go get them some orange juice or some meds. You go help them get back on their feet until they be like, okay, all right, you good. You know what I'm saying? And it should be vice versa. But a lot of people don't stick to the script when it comes to that, though. You're right, bro. Uh, let me, and I'm gonna say this too, bro. Like, I started when I was uh, maybe about 18, 19, bro. I started working at Walmart. I worked at, you know what I'm saying, Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. I worked at Best Buy to get through college. So for me, I understood what it's like to climb the ladder. And my thing is, like I said, I didn't want to stay stagnant. Every year I've said, okay, I made $10, $10 an hour this year. Mm-hmm. Next year I want to make $14 an hour. Yep. The year after that, I want to make $20 an hour. I just kept setting my goals higher and higher. Back, so no. for me to be that type of person, I want that same type of woman. I'm not mad if you start there. Just don't let it stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, don't, like I said, for someone that's in college, high school, something like that. I'm not talking about you, but 30, 10 years from now, I don't want to see you still there. Yeah, in the same you position. Same position. Oh, I'm a manager now on over the fries and you still at Whataburger and I met you at Whataburger. As your man, my thing is to elevate you to get you past Whataburger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change your mindset to say, okay, baby, look, you better than that. How about, you know, what, what do I need to do to get you to see that you could do something else besides this. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, so I wouldn't, I'm not knocking anybody that does that. I'm just saying, if you've been there, you can make a life 
live working there. You can make, but that type of life is going to just stay right there. You're going to be at that same house for the rest of your life. You're going to just stay right there. Yo, so, and, and not, not to cut you off, Kim, but like, even like, for instance, like, even like, let's say she working at Whataburger, you know what I'm saying? If your goal is like, look, babe, okay, like you come to Whataburger, why don't you be the manager? And then after you be the manager, why don't you become a district manager? And after you become a district manager, why don't you come like so high up in corporate, you, corporate that you don't stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just stay at the bottom. Like, you know what I'm saying? You deserve to be one of those corporate jobs. Keep climbing the ladder till you can't climb it no more. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to have that partner to give you that confidence. You know what I'm saying? You got to have them, them friends to give you that confidence and stuff like that. Hey, to be honest with you, um, the Sin Stars, I don't know. I think you might have to go on my podcast page. You know what I'm saying, Neela? Yeah, I think you might have to go on the podcast page to Sin Stars and stuff like that. But um, you might have to have your circle. Sometimes your circle got to be strong. Because let me tell you this. Let me tell you a story back in the days. When I was working at Southern's Lumber, me... And my friend, who I call my brother John Trong, he uh, I was he he used to like motivate me to go back to school. He like, bro, you ain't trying to be over here, man. You know what I'm saying? All all your life, right? I'm like, nah, man. You need to go back to school. You need to do something and stuff like that. So my initial was to go back to school. I wanted to be like a nurse. I wanted to be like an RN nurse in like oncology with cancer and all that stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause my grandma and stuff like that. But at first, I wanted to be an LVN. I said, I'm going to be an LVN, you know, I go to Lamar. He said, nah, bro. He said, why don't you become an RN? I say, nah, man. He said, nah, man, you need to think bigger than that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be no L. You want to be an RN, bro. And then he said, bro, you want to be like the head of your department. He right. said, don't be thinking like that. And, right. and, and he was younger than me. And he was telling me, like, bro, don't think like that. You need to think bigger. And mm -hmm. I thank him for, like, and he, you know, my brother still to this day. And I right. thank him for, like, pushing me harder even though i didn't you know what i'm saying i didn't go to i mean i went initially for that but i ended up transferring to something else another degree but i thank him for pushing me to go above and beyond you know what i'm saying to just don't think small think big and sometimes you need friends like that you know what i'm saying to like you know what i'm saying i think bigger than that bro you deserve better than that so right. you know what i'm saying no sometimes we just need a stronger circle to you know what i'm saying help us push us you know what I'm saying, to platforms or to where we don't think we, we can go or achieve, though. Well, I got I got one, too, before we, if you decide to move to the next uh, topic. Go ahead, chop it up, <clears throat> yeah. The one thing about this topic is funny because I've I've seen guys, and I know a lot of guys that always, and the way you'll know if, you, if you're a woman and you always hear a man talking about how much money he got, Oh, I got if you know if you that man is constantly trying to get you with mm -hmm. his money and telling you about how much money he got. Mm -hmm. I've seen it half the time. Those same guys are single half the time. Those guys and you would be thinking that, well, damn, he got he got a good job. He make a lot of money. But sometimes the money take over them people mind and they spirit. So, mm -hmm. I mean, so when you ask the question, is money important in a relationship? I think it's important, but it's how you how you handle money and how you let the money control you. Some people try to say money control everything till they try to make it control a woman. Oh, because I got this money, you're going to do what I, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think women, they are na naturally attracted to money because mm -hmm. right now the climate we're in, yeah. you ask me, woman, most women want money. They'll do yep. anything right now for money. <laughs> yeah. They'll do anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I mean, and it's sad to say that because Right now, that's just where we at, bro. You go to these, you go to a restaurant, whether it's uh, bombshells, hooters, or whatever, they're going to tell you, I want that money. 
You listen to this music, they want that money. They want that money. So so <laughs> here it is, the dudes that got the money, they're, they're throwing it out there to you. You want this money? Shit, bring your ass over here. And they talking to you in a way that's very disrespectful, but you let it be known that that's what you're after. So you're going to get what you put out. If you tell a man, I want that money, he's going to give it to you, and he's also going to give you a lot of disrespect with it. But mm-hmm. if you let a man know, hey, I, ain't, I don't care about your money, I'm looking for a man or whatever, we can sense that. We can sense that energy of what you're after. So that's yeah. why my mindset is different when you say, is money, is, is it important to have money? It is, but it's how you manage it and how you view money. So I don't view money like I'm the type of person where I know I need it, but I don't make money everything. Like I'm a still giving person. Mm-hmm. If I have it, I still don't mind giving. It. I'm not tight with money or anything like that, but I'm, ma- I'm very frugal because I know what I need to do and I take care of my business. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't let that money control my mind and control me. To where every time you see me, my whole conversation revolves around money. Yeah, true that. I yeah. can't, I can't stand talking to a dude. With, every time you talk to me, you're talking about your money. Mm-hmm. That shit is annoying to me. I don't give a damn that how much annoying. you make. Yeah. yeah, because you can make a lot of money, and 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 like I said, man, you not you're not disciplined. So you on Amazon or you doing whatever. As soon as you get that check, and and and, and you. Three, four days before you get your check, I mean, your next check, you broke, you struggling, like, damn, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you're not disciplined because you're spending all your money and you're not saving and stuff like that. So it really don't matter how much money you make. It just yeah. depends on how much money you save and how disciplined you is to, to try to reach that goal. Because not to speak on your situation, but to speak on my situation or whatever, mm-hmm. when I was trying to get a house, you know what I'm saying? Like going out to eat, you know what I'm saying? We had to, you know, we got to, hey, look, babe, we got we can't be right. going out to eat, you know what I'm saying? Let's go make these groceries and let's let this last for a good two weeks, you know what I'm saying? Instead of going to eat at Saltgrass and Longhorns and spending $115, you know what I'm saying? and Or whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? You got to be disciplined and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on, like, you know, how disciplined you is with your money, regardless, because you we already, we always know we already know the more money you make, the more you think you can do certain things. You make a lot of money. You think you could go eat at Eddie V's every week, spend two hundred dollars on a meal or something like that. And you'd be like, oh, I got it. It ain't nothing. But you're but not see, saving. I, right. I, I agree with you with that, too. And I feel like sometimes with men, the more money you make, the more entitled you feel. Like it's a sense of entitlement to like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go holler at this chick shit. Girl, you, you know, like we were talking about, like the rejection. A dude that makes a lot of money, let a woman dare reject him. His response is going to be different from that broke guy. That dude ain't got no money. He's going to be more intimidated to go talk to a chick because he ain't got no money in his pocket. But the man that got a whole bunch of money, let that woman say, I'm just not feeling you. He going to start going to his money and making it seem like, girl, you know what I could have done for you? Mm -hmm. He going to go. And that's why I'm saying like money sometimes change the way people think, change the way people respect people. I don't care how much money you make, man. Keep that same, your morals, your values, your principles. Mm -hmm. They all got to stay aligned, bro. And I, I don't deal with people like that, bro. I'm being honest with you. I don't care if I was a millionaire. I still want to keep my same morals, values, and principles. Yeah. But see, you know what? And like, I like what you said, because even if I'm even if I'm a millionaire, I still think about the days like when I was at Sutherland and stuff like that. I'm never yeah. going to forget those memories. You know what I'm saying? Working and making like starting off at eight dollars and right. to ten dollars and stuff like those memories is not finna go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it humbles me because even to this day, I still think about like, you know what I'm saying, how much I was making like six, seven years ago. And I'm thinking like, damn, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. was making this much six, seven years ago. 
And be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? My wife was still how she is to this day when I was making that same money six, seven years ago, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, like, how we survived off that. You know what I'm saying? And it just humbles me no matter what because I still don't think about those memories, you know what I'm saying, of us just having, like, you know, one car. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know what I'm saying, like, me getting off or me taking a lunch break and having to pick up of work and dropping. You know what I'm saying? So those memories is not going to go. It's going to always humble me. No matter if I'm a millionaire or a billionaire, you know what I'm saying? I got those memories in my head to me that I think God, that place, God placed for me to humble me whenever, you know what I'm saying? I get to, if I ever be cocky, I'm like, damn, bro, I remember when I was blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So I always take it for a good thing. And like I say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I would go to the backyard, like, like to, for instance, like tonight, I might go in the back, I might go to the backyard with my cup in my hand. I might look at the stars and I might thank God and be like, yo, bro, you brought me so, you brought me so far and all that. And I'm in 2013, you know what I'm saying? I was doing this and that and like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm going to forever be humble and thankful. So I already well, you know, like, to, you know, yeah, you got to, you got to stay humble, man. My mm-hmm. thing is like, I never seen, uh, uh, a U-Haul connected to a hearse. I mean, you can't take none of this stuff with you, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you die, all you got <laughs> is nothing. You 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 leave in this world with nothing. You can be a billionaire, but when you pass away, that money not going to you. Yep. So you can't take it with you. So my thing is, man, while I'm here, man, I just want to treat people right. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm I'm a millionaire because I want to be rich in spirit. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know what I'm saying, mm, in my soul, like you know? That, bro. I love Yeah, that. I want to be rich in spirit. I don't care about having the money to, to be because most of the people that are billionaires really not good people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, they have they're some of the most devilish people in the world. Yep. So because you know, you gotta remember money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. So for me, just give me a little bit so I can take care of my family and remain humble. And God knows that's all I want to do. I don't yeah. need I don't want to be rich. I always want to be wealthy to where I can do what I want to do, enjoy my family, go where we want to go. Yeah. But at the end of the day, come back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't got to be living in Europe and all that shit. Nah. Seeing, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I just want to have a nice home, enjoy my my people, and and, and if God bless me, I want to be able to give back. Like I remember one time you was doing a a kid drive. I remember mm-hmm. I think it was yep. you and somebody yep. else, and that was something that I was very passionate about. And I wanted to get in a position to where I could have participated because I had a, a whole bunch of ideas to to help these kids, help kids the less unfortunate. I mean, I'm always. You know what I'm saying? With my children clothes, when they can't wear them, I'm always giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just who I am, man. I'm being yeah. that type of person. But I I mean, what kills me is it's not enough people like that in the world. Mm-hmm. People are, don't want to help people no more. You know, you see a person that's, you know what I'm saying, broke down on the side of the road. People don't even want to help that person. It could be a woman on the side of the road that need help. People going to just roll right by. Yep. I don't I don't understand where did we stop caring for people? Where did we stop doing this, bro? When I was coming up, bro, we would help each other. When mm-hmm. somebody stopped on the side of the road, man, you'll help. Hey, do you need any help, my brother? You don't even we don't even greet each other the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you know what we at in the world today is it's corrupted, bro. And I and I don't want to go off base because I remember when, when I said the next time I got on this show, bro. I wanted to come with a different angle because you know what I'm saying I was in a different place mindset wise. Well, see, it's to- not to cut you off, but that's that's why you know what I'm saying when I told you like I just want to have like just you because the conversations we have, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I wish like the world can hear it because it's the conversation we having right now. You know what I'm saying like it's not really about topics; it's about 
you know what I'm saying? Like the conversations we have as far as like, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know what I'm saying? Financial uh, relationships. It just, it, it, it just flows so good and stuff like that. Right. And like you said, like, um, like, like a lot of people on my, like on, on my main page and stuff like that. Like I talk about the North end, but like, you know what I'm saying? I wish like people rep the North end or whatever community you from in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? I wish we can produce like more doctors and lawyers and entrepreneurs and accountants mm-hmm. and whatever and stuff like that. Like rep your neighborhood in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of a negative way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, wow, this neighborhood didn't produce like 12 doctors and like, you know what I'm saying? Right. From that class right. or something like that. And like right. giving back, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like with the less fortunate, like growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like we played baseball and stuff like that growing up and stuff like that. But we didn't, I don't remember like people like just giving back in our community, you know what I'm saying? And be like, you know, like, oh, look, they, they having a, 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 a backpack giveaway and, and toy drives at Magnolia Park and stuff like that. Yeah. Me being little, I don't remember going to stuff like that when I was growing up and stuff like that. So um, that was one reason why we did like, you know, the giveaway and having kids come eat and having like the, the, the game truck and stuff like that. Because, you know what I'm saying, we didn't have that growing up. We had sports and stuff like that. We had each other, you know what I'm saying, you know, playing Little League Baseball and all that, you know what I'm saying, we was a little bit tighter. But nowadays with social media and the internet, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people is in the house now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people ain't outside. So you're not outside playing with your friends and doing all this. We was mm-hmm. actually outside. We was actually meeting, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I tell my wife all the time, going to the ball, Little League ballpark at EO, even if we didn't play baseball that day, we was going to the ballpark just to go hang out with our mm-hmm. friends and yeah. watch them play baseball and watch all the games and stuff like that. And that's just how we, you know what I'm saying? How we, you know, we got close and stuff like that. But now right. it's the social media. It, you, you're in a house now, so you don't even see nobody no more. And stuff you know, like that. But my thing is for the community as a whole, bro. Like, I mean, I'm going I'm to touch this. I'm going to touch on it. I'm not going to go too deep and I ain't going to dive too deep. But a lot of times people's situation, I don't know everybody's situation, but you got to want better for yourself. And for the black community, like whether it's the black woman that, you know, constantly, you know, picking the same type of dude to just let her to, to make babies with, but not take care of your kids, to not have that man take care of your kids. You just constantly repeating the same cycle over and over again. I mean, to me, you're not helping yourself because here it is now. You're in the same predicament that you was shit with the second baby. Then you make another baby. Then you make another. It's like at some point you got to understand what you're doing wrong in order to say, OK, I can get out of this situation. I can help myself. Uh-huh. It's like you can't help yourself when you didn't put so much against yourself. Does that make sense? Like when you didn't yeah, done the same thing over and over again, like, you know, what I'm saying, for instance, if I say, hey, you know, sister or whoever, don't go buy you a, a, a brand new car. Get you a car that you could pay cash for. You understand? Get your car because you're not working right now. Get your cash car that way. Now you can you have a car that's yours. You ain't got to worry about paying no note because you ain't got a job. But the people that say, okay, I'm gonna take this income tax money and I'm gonna go buy me a, a brand new car. For why, why are you gonna do that when you're not working? Just yeah. for them people to come take that car. They do and that every a, year. You see, the they same do it every do year. Every bro, year, bro. Every bro, them people are saying, "Come on, I'm gonna take this income tax money. I'm gonna get tell you to put put five thousand down, mm-hmm. and you're gonna put it down, and then maybe eight months from now we're gonna take it. I, and then next year, I, I see it every year. Not to change the topic, I see it every year. A female be like, they have that car for like three, four months. It breaks down, and then like the next two months, they talking about, 
oh, you know what? Don't worry about nobody trying to reach out to me when I had my car. I was doing this and that. And then they get another car and then it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Why, but why same. not buy you a cash card that's run good for about two, three thousand dollars? You pocket you the rest. And now you got a car that can get you to a job. You can get from point A to B. You got a car that's reliable. But why you want to go get you a goddamn <laughs> I remember a Volkswagen or, or whatever, a car that has an expensive note attached to it. We, it just doesn't make common sense. It doesn't make good sense. And I'm saying I see that same pattern with a lot of things that we do in the black community. You know what I'm saying? When income tax come, like we talk about income tax like it's going to be a savior. That Like that's a holiday. That's yeah, the like, most oh, important. I can't wait till I get that. Look, look, like when your income, like, bro, I ain't cared about an income tax for I don't know how long because I really yeah. don't get it. Hey, I be seeing people joke about it in like August and September. They can't wait to income tax. Yeah, bro, you like you saying? celebrate that like like it's something, bro. That's nothing. That's just Yo, a regular people, tax. I know some people attitudes. I know some people, bro. Income tax season, like right now, they is acting like they little Wayne. I can, I can, look, bro, I can understand from, a young person. I can understand a person in their twenties, but I can't understand a person that's been getting this for years and you know I, it's I, not. I, young. I, I know somebody right now is income tax season, bro. They 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 showing off right now. Bro, for what I mean, right, then, look, right now, you get I'll, the talk at, I'll talk to you after the show, and we. <laughs> but, but but my thing is, you get the same thing you get every year. Uh, yeah, I mean, the black people, we do the same thing every year. Like when you when you was younger, you go get them rims on your car and all that kind of stuff. Like I man, did, I did that. I did that when I was younger. I did that. When that I was but I, that's what I'm saying. When you're mm -hmm. younger, you do that. But now I'm speaking from a man of that, from a wisdom standpoint. I'm trying to say as people, man, we can't make it seem like we reliant so much on that income tax. Are we, you know what I'm saying? Like we got to start making smarter decisions. That's all I'm saying. Mm. When it comes down to like your situation. Uh, accountability, man. That's, I, bro, you took words out of my mouth. It's I was hard, about to say. It's, it's hard for some people to be accountable. Yeah, I, was, actions, <laughs> look, bro, I was about to bro, say, dang. your situation is your situation because you made it your situation. Exactly, bro. That's, and that's, that's, that's no, some, people, some people some people be trying to be like oh the devil oh the devil <laughs> no it's your actions you chose that you chose yeah. that situation don't be blaming it on the people like to be like oh, the devil baby no man you yeah. did that all right take accountability of your really? actions and stuff like that you know what i'm saying if you keep if you keep dating dope dealers and it's not working out take accountability of your actions and stuff like that right. and look you know, i'm not even gonna lie too sometimes like from the outside looking in from the outside looking in, me being married, from the outside looking in, I'd be seeing some females or whatever. I'd be like, okay, yeah, this female, she look like she cool. She got a good head on her shoulder. Bam. Yeah. She get, she, get, she have a baby from this dude. Okay. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell this motherfucker dude ain't shit. All right. Okay. Damn. All right. You got a baby. All right. And then, okay. All right. Cool. You're doing your thing. And then, bam, she pregnant again. I'm like, oh, you, my God. Hey, hey, you're cooking. I'm like, hey, oh, you know my how God. Oh my god, your resume is just getting bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you like you want to like and later on in life you're going to try to get a man or whatever that's going to see the good in you and you're going to want all these two all these type of things from him. But you're building up a bad resume by having these kids from these no good cats that I can see from the long run be like long run, okay, yeah. look, like okay he might be dressing good. He might be in a club. He might be buying a bottle. But I could tell from a distance, this guy is not going to be really, you know what I'm saying, the type of I'm man. Letting you cook, bro. You know I'm what I'm saying? You cook, bro. You're cooking. And, 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 <laughs> so when you get in your 30s and stuff like that, and you got two, three kids right now. I'm Look, that good man is going to be like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Look at your resume. You got to. 
you got a, a baby from this guy. You got a baby from this guy in jail. You got another baby from this guy. And, and I'm not just saying, I'm not trying to be negative because I'm not a negative guy, but I'm just saying your resume does make a difference between that guy that's probably making some good bread, credit good, house straight or whatever. And he might want, he might be like, okay, look, you beautiful and everything, but damn, you know what I'm saying? The decisions you didn't made in your life, you know what I'm saying? How can I trust you? You know what I'm saying? To make better decisions now that you with me. How can I trust that? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like. Hey, you said a mouthful, bro. You said a mouthful. Crazy. I want to, I want to, boy, I want to put a bow on this one. You made a post earlier that said, like, how everybody come with their baggage. You know what I'm saying? Something about yeah, baggage. Do. Yeah, they do. And so, you know what I'm saying? For your man, you want to, you said you want to find somebody that's going to help you unpack. So let's mm -hmm. get that out the way. We all understand that we all come with some shit. Mm -hmm. But the part of the matter is when a person is continuing the same behavior or the same pattern over and over again. And like I said, when we talk about accountability, I'm not judging any woman out there. But I want to say this. It does make a difference how you carry yourself, what's on your resume. If you keep, like you said, you keep fucking with dope dealers or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, don't get mad or don't be like, oh, I'm a single mother. Or I'm a single parent. That was something that you chose. That was a decision that you made. And then I tell you another thing, when you got kids and you got children, women, like stop just bringing random men around your children. Mm. That is a thing that, that bothers me to my core. That, because, that bothers me a lot too, man. Bro, I mean, here it is. You don't even just because you like this guy and he may like you doesn't mean it's time to bring him around your children. Sometimes you gotta say, hey, man, let let you earn the right to be around my kids. My kid is my pride and joy. All my children, you gotta earn the right to be in their company. And when I mean that, bro, that's how I feel. If you ain't earned the right, you can't meet my kids. So I mean, I gotta trust you. Shit, I gotta know that you wouldn't harm my children. But some women. Shit, they let the nigga spend a night at their house. They just mm -hmm. met the dude last week. He yeah. all at their house going <laughs> to eat grapes and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Open a refrigerator, bug naked. Like, all this in front of your kid, and you don't understand. You got like, man, all comfortable in your house. Yeah, man. and I'm saying, and they don't understand, like, this affects the children. You're creating, you're planting a seed in your daughter to let mm -hmm. her think that it's okay to date multiple men. She's going to say, well, I didn't see my, my mama with five different men in, in less than two weeks. Mm. But yet you don't think that's a problem. Yep. Women, you think that that's okay, and that's why I say so. Now the generation we in, everything is about money. Everything's about sex, but it's never been about respect. They're not respecting themselves. Mm -hmm. No respect. So how can you ask a man to respect you when you're not respecting yourself? You're not respecting your children. And then when a man want to hurt you, guess what he does? He hurt your children because you don't know him. Yep. Or you don't hurt, know this man. Or, or he hurt you in front of your children. Uh, hurt you, you know in front of saying? your kids. Then you want to go cry wolf. Well, I didn't know he was like that. Well, goddamn, you should have took time to get to know him. You should have did some research. Yep. Why would you put him around your... And just say if a, a woman got a beautiful daughter, little pretty little girl, 14, 15, mm -hmm. you comfortable enough to leave that man with that little girl. Why yep. do that? Yep. Why? Uh-huh. That's never been good. When I was dating, don't know, no, don't leave your kid with me. Don't know, no, no, no. I can't mm -hmm. watch her. I can't babysit. Not yep. because I feared, because I was, I didn't earn that right. Yep. That's a right you gotta earn. It's kid not a lot. Let, it's, it's not. It's not a lot of men like you, though, Ken. Though, bro. I mean, I mean, my thing is, bro. A lot of men today. I don't know if they was raised by men. See, the thing is, I was raised by a man. Oh shit! Now you're going deep. 
<laughs> now you going deep with that, bro. But I'm just saying, now a lot of men, deep, a lot of men wasn't raised by men, so a lot of men have. Hey, hey, I'm gonna say it. The B word got B tendencies. I'm not mm. gonna cuss. I'm gonna try to clean it up. A mm. lot of men wasn't raised by men, so the the tendencies that we see now, we see a lot of men acting like women. Mm-hmm. We saw we see a lot of men moving like women. Yep. For as yeah, okay, so now you wonder, well, damn, where's all the real men at? Men yep. are so 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 far gone. Now you got women doing like I wish your other co-host was on the show, Erica. Oh man, you got men letting women just dominate them <laughs> in all kind of ways. We we not leaders, we not being yeah. leaders of our homes, we not bro. I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I can understand why some women don't want to follow that yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah. But not to cut you off, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as far as family-wise, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, a lot of men is not being raised by men. And I want to thank my dad for creating the foundation in my family because I got, you know what I'm saying? I got, like, I'm, I'm just thinking of my nephew. And my dad, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he is a, a, a great influence in my nephew's life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being being his grand being his granddad or whatever. And and you know what I'm saying? And I think we need more than that. I, I think we need a lot more than that. More of that that if your sister or your cousin, you know what I'm saying, or is a female and that dude is not in their kid's life, which is your cousin or your nephew or whoever, then I think you need to take the initiative as a guy to be in that person's life and, and your nephew or your cousin or whoever it is like, because you know what I'm saying? That does make a, a difference. That does make an importance of him being raised by your man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be like, like, look, ne- nephew, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell you, nephew, you know what I'm saying? Put on this cologne. Let me buy you some cologne. Spray right. this cologne on you or whatever. Right. Put some deodorant on you, the nephew. Hey, nephew, you need to clean up. Get your hygiene straight. You know what I'm saying? Pull your pants up, nephew. You know what I'm saying? All those type of things or whatever the case it may be, being raised by your man definitely affects and influence your life more than a lot of people know it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Look, shout out to the women that's independent, strong, doing anything, job working and doing all this and stuff right. like that. But having a man or having your brother, their uncle or something like that help, you know what I'm saying, raise them is more than what you can imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Than you doing. You're doing a lot. I salute you. I salute you out there grinding, doing your thing, you know what I'm saying, working, providing, putting the household over, putting food in their stomach. But understand that man, that uncle, you know what I'm saying, that cousin is really a more of an influence than what you would think, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just want to, you know, shout out. I mean, I just want to shout out to all the brothers out there doing anything, all the uncles out there doing anything, cousins or whatever, help raising some of these young men because that's what they need in their life. And, and I, and I want to say this too, women, please stop handicapping these, these young men. When you have a father that's in their life, that's staying on that, that son or staying on that nephew, stop baby finding him. Stop. You need to stop being so hard on him. You need to stop doing. And I think that's where we at as a, as a culture and in the climate, everybody want to be ultra sensitive to, to a father being a father. Like when I was coming up, man, my dad would scream at me. My dad would get on me for the stupidest stuff, bro. Facts, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. He, he would get on me about if I didn't finish what you start. 
You know what I'm saying? He told me in it, like, finish what I started, man, fuck trying to look good, all that shit by fashion. He had, bro, it was a certain way, way I could wear my hair. Cut that shit off your head. You don't need that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if I wanted to wear a flat top or a new style, bro, <laughs> this new shit they got in their head, the twist and shit, <laughs> I couldn't wear that stuff. Yeah, yeah. My old man was like, man, you're not getting your hair cut like that. You're going to get it the way I told you. I'm, you in my house. Mm -hmm. And the minute that more men start putting their foot down, we're allowing children to dictate what they want to do, how they want to do it, what clothes they want to wear. I mean, we didn't, we wasn't raised like that. So why are we raising our children like that? Like we're allowing these kids just because the, the, the generation, oh, that's just the style. Now I told my son, mother, I don't give a damn about no style. He not wearing it. But then you have the woman that comes, you need to stop. Let him be his own person. He not you. I know he not me, but I'm not going to let him be a follower either. Yep. I don't give a damn what style they got going on. Yep. But, and, but I'm saying as mothers, they tend to baby fight. Because the father is not in the house, but if you have a father that's telling the son something right, don't come back door and try to discredit what he's saying as a man to his child. Yeah, I ain't gonna like, lie. To be honest with you, if it wasn't for my dad, you know what I'm saying? I was so out there, you know what I'm saying? I was so into like my neighborhood and just wilding out. If it wasn't for my dad, I'd probably be in jail. <laughs> I probably would have done real. something. I probably would have done something stupid, but because real, of my dad being in my life and being like, "Oh shit, you know, I ain't finna do this. I can't hang out this. I can't hang out two, three in the morning." You know what I'm saying? That's my dad real, go bro. trip. You know what I'm saying? That's if it wasn't for my dad, I'd probably be in jail right now because I would have had the pride of my neighborhood, repping my neighborhood, doing something stupid and something ignorant when I was young. You know what I'm saying? Or, or and, I'm I, and, I, I, so so I just want to thank my dad for being a male influence because you know what I'm saying if it wasn't him I wouldn't have had no other male influence trying to keep me from being out in those streets and doing those type of things well, well, like I, I, so. I'm gonna echo those same words bro had it not been for my father in my life um, all the lessons that he taught me man uh, I had posted one the other day when he told me he said trouble is easy to get into but hard I to get out that. I seen that. Yeah, like, bro, that that advice stuck with me mm -hmm. because when I would get in trouble, I had I looked at when I was younger, whether it was a traffic ticket or whatever, it seemed to be like I let that let that traffic ticket go into a warrant status, mm -hmm. and then then I go to jail behind it. It took a lot to get out of that. It wasn't just easy, pay your money, you out. Mm -hmm. It was like it was a lengthy little process, bro. Yeah, go to yeah. court, go to go talk to the judge, go do this. You missed the judge, and I'm in college at the time. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I never been to jail, but that part was very bad because I'm like, man, I missed I missed the court date. Now I got a warrant for my arrest. Now I get arrested. It was just lengthy. And that's a small <laughs> I missed the court date before. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a small snippet of what I'm trying to say. But he was yeah, like, the minute no. that you get into that system, it's very hard to get out of that system. And I look at people that's on probation. I look at people that went to jail for a, a misdemeanor or whatever. Then they violate their probation. It's like, bro, you continue to to they find a way to make you stay in that system. Like if you do one little thing, you be around somebody that's smoking. You were smoking. You violated your probation. It's all a money thing, too. So for the black man, it's like, come on, man, don't get yourself caught up in the system. And that's been the biggest thing. Like the minute you get caught up in that system, it, it'll ruin your whole life. You got people yeah. that made one mistake and now they're a felony. Now they can't get that job that they wanted. Now they can't take care of their family the way they want it. I mean, and it all goes back to decision making and all goes mm. back to, you know, choices. Mm. And I, I just, you know, my father, he he was there for me, man. And if it wasn't for him, like you said, I, I would I would I don't know if I'd be in jail, but 
I know a lot of things I probably would have done differently. I mean, because yeah. I had a very uh-huh. short fuse, and yep. you know, he'd be like, "Man, the one thing I know about you, you know, you you don't care what it is, you gonna you gonna get into it." You know, like, what I'm I mean. Growing up where we growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like the like the negativity was right there, so it was easily to get influenced with the negativity and stuff like that. And just, you know, um, you know, I don't know if I told my dad that, you know what I'm saying, personally. But uh can you still there? Yeah, I'm still with you. Okay, all right, bet. Um, but I don't know if I told my dad that personally, but my mom is watching the show. So if my mom watching the show, she probably telling my dad because my mom be snitching, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever on the good things or whatever. But yeah. you know, I don't know if I personally told him thank you or whatever, because he was out there working and grinding. And it was five of us, you know what right. I'm saying? So, but like I know how I am. I know how, like, you know what I'm saying? I was wilding, you know what I'm saying? And I took pride in my neighborhood. And nowadays, when people see me post about my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? It's the opposite. Back in the days, it was negative, you know what I'm saying, taking pride. But now it's it, it's a positive because I want to let people know it don't matter where you come from, no matter what your situations is, you still can achieve your goal. You still can do whatever you want to do in life or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? As far as that male influence, it is so important. So I know females be out there posting about being independent and doing a thing and, um, you know what I'm saying? Putting the roof over their head. And I love that. And I and, and I appreciate y'all doing that. But understand that the male influence is so important, man. Y'all don't know how important it is. And that's why I'm telling y'all this, because it's a very important. And if the baby daddy, if your baby daddy is not in the kid's life, then talk to your uncle. Talk to your brother, which is their uncle, and be like, look, his daddy is not in his life. You know what I'm saying? You being my brother, you being his uncle, can you please be more of a positive influence in his life? Because, you know what I'm saying, his dad is not there. And even though I'm doing what I have to do, even though I'm putting the food in his stomach and the roof over his head, I need you to be that positive role model, you know what I'm saying, to 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 help him. Right? Because sometimes, man, you know what I'm saying, I'll be seeing women out there. They'd be like, oh, man, at a certain age, you know what I'm saying, them teenagers not listening. That building, that build ain't working no more. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. He he grabbing the belt. You swinging the belt at him, he grabbing the belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, chill out. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you could only do so much. And even though, uh, you know what I'm saying, even though you being single, the single women out there doing anything, even though y'all doing your thing out there, you know what I'm saying? Try to reach to your uncles or your cousins and stuff like that to be a positive male role model in this guy's life in this teenager's life so. circle circle that word positive man like positive, somebody man. That's positive you know i'm we're not talking about just getting any male we talking about a positive role model somebody that's showing your child something positive don't have them around the neighborhood drug dealer don't have them around don't bring mm-hmm. just bring any person around your son oh well i need him to I, he'll he a male we didn't say any male we said a positive Positive male. Positive. I mean, because my thing is, if you uh, uh, have him around someone that you know that's not doing anything positive, don't be surprised when your child end up doing something negative. Put surround your child around people that's going to keep him out of trouble, that's going to guide him the right way, and he and the people that you have him around, that's going to be the people that usually tend to that he's going to want to be like. That person, he's going to look up to that person. He's going to take that person under, you know, that person going to take him under their wing. If is if he around drugs, mm-hmm. if he smoke weed, your mm-hmm. child gonna end up smoking weed. Yep. All of that stuff, I mean, is very important. But I mean, y'all don't think about that when y'all picking a mate and y'all picking a spouse. Mm-hmm. But that's very important. Like, what is he showing my kid when I'm not home? If yep. he if he if you leave and go to work and he's sitting on the couch rolling up a blunt and your kid up in there, 
understand your kid gonna pick that up too. Yo, I mean, even, even if, even if you know, what I'm saying, look, even, rolling the blood. So even if you know, what I'm saying, as far as a female, if you if if your sisters smoking and drinking or whatever, and you bring them around your sisters, which is they aunts and stuff like that, he's still gonna pick that up too. Yep. So you gotta yeah, understand. You gotta understand who you bringing your kids around. It don't matter. If, it don't yeah, matter if yeah. your brothers or your sisters, which mm -hmm. is their aunts and uncles. If you bringing them around and whatever they doing, they go pick that up. They gonna grow up saying, "Oh man, my uncle was smoking yep. weed or whatever." So you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Oh, he's smoking weed. I'm smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it all yeah. depends on who you bring your kid around for sure. When you bring your kid around, and like I said, a lot of times people be looking at it like they so surprised that they kid in trouble. They so surprised that oh he ain't never act like this, but then they don't take no accountability for what you expose your child to. Yeah, Ms. I mean, Jackson, Ms. Jackson Rice. She said a lot of parents do do drugs with their children. Damn when, they get, when they get to a certain age, yeah, they definitely they drinking, they smoking, they turn up with their kids. Never, their bro. Kids I, then became their friends. Can never do that, bro. Can never do that. Their kids then became their homeboy and their homegirl. They go into the club, they turning up with their homegirl, their homegirl, which is their kids. Like, oh, who's that? That's your homegirl. No, that's my daughter. Oh, that's yeah, my son. Bro. Yeah, we, like, we didn't get it all off track. <laughs> man, we didn't. But this, <laughs> bro, you know what I'm saying? We finna, uh, we finna get up out of here in a few minutes. But, bro, you know, we only topped in like two topics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. We only topped in. Uh, we only chopped yeah, two topics, bro. Yeah. But that's the kind of conversation with that that I want to have because I was like, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. we have a community. Like, hey, whatever, if people not watching or if y'all go back and watch the show, this is the type of conversation me and Ken have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just it just flows or whatever. It's not mm -hmm. really topic-based. It just, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It just goes from this to that to whatever and whatever. So I wanted to have a show like that because it's organic. You know what I'm saying? It's not really, mm -hmm. it's not scripted with topics and moving on and stuff like that. So that's why I wanted to have a show like that because it's kind of really more fun when you just flow into, so fun, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? that That's why I want to have this or whatever. So, but, uh, man, before we get out of here, man, uh, <laughs> anything you want to say before we go, we went over here for like an hour or whatever and stuff like that. So I'm trying, I'm trying to think you make sure, you know what I'm saying? I said everything I wanted to say, bro. We talked about kids. We talked, I mean, I think we. I mean, unless you want to roll out another topic or however you want to end the show, bro. I mean, we covered a lot of a lot of ground today. And we covered so many basics, some so many bases, and so many topics and stuff like that. Uh, just bringing in another topic. To be honest with you, it kind of. I'm not gonna say it will throw it off, but it's been so organic, it's organic, yeah, the flowing and stuff like that. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we can continue. I mean, because I know you got a lot of things going on or whatever. If you're available next week, because I know you got yeah. a lot of. You you rocking, you doing your thing or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? If we able to, you know what I'm saying, continue this conversation next Friday, 8 p.m. or whatever, Central Standard Time, then we could continue with the rest of what we got and stuff like that. But um, you know what I'm saying? I just want to um to say, like, as far as uh oh Miss Jackson, Miss <laughs> Jackson, Miss Jackson said y'all are awesome. Shout out to Miss Jackson, bro. You know, I appreciate that. Shout out to Neela, you know what I'm saying? Um she said she learned a lot from watching. Okay, that's what's up or whatever. Shout out to Neela. I think Neela in Ohio or something like that. I think she in Ohio or whatever. I don't want to. And bro, I do want to say this. Like a lot of times, bro. I think. I mean, it's crazy because the mindset from people from Beaumont, Texas, 
we get a bad rap. But I mean, mm. the ones that do have a level head, bro, you take that person anywhere in the world, bro. And I guarantee a lot of people be like, dog, I like the way y'all think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just got to start appreciating ourselves more because it's like we have diamonds in the rough. It's a, it, it, you know, I know Bowman is from the, from the mud, but they got some diamonds. Yeah, they got some diamonds in here that, that come out of here. And you know what I'm saying? Anybody, it doesn't matter who you are. You can be that diamond. Don't just because you're in the mud right now. Trust me, you can change your situation. You don't always got to be what people put a label on you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you from Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the thing that really kills me, bro. I hate that. Lot, yeah, a lot of people put a label on people from Beaumont. You you know, like, oh, you from Beaumont. You know, y- y- y'all ain't do shit. Y'all born out there. My thing is, bro, you, you are this city. Like, we are this city. We make it. Mm-hmm. But now you don't let that name make you. We make Beaumont. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's for us to kind of, you know, what I'm saying, like you say, doc, more doctors, more lawyers. We need more of that. We mm-hmm. need more positivity from this community because it's just, the- it's just our, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not the, not the hate, but it's just us as far as like black people that be like, oh, you from Beaumont. You know what? They got like they could. Like, I'm not trying to keep saying doctors and lawyers or whatever, but they got doctors and lawyers that's from Beaumont. They got entrepreneurs that's from Beaumont. They got millionaires from Beaumont that don't really hate on Beaumont. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's yeah. only our people that just hate on, oh, you from Beaumont? Oh, Beaumont this and that. Oh, oh Beaumont born. Be honest with you, it don't matter where you from. If you're getting money, if you're achieving your goals, then most of the time, you're not in your city. You're going out doing things. You're out traveling. You're out eating at different restaurants, going different places. It's people in Houston. It's people in Dallas that are hardly in Houston and Dallas because they are making money. They're doing their thing. They're living their life. They're traveling. They're doing this and that. You got people from Houston be like, oh, I'm hardly in Houston. I live out here, but man, I'm over here. I'm in the West Coast. I'm in the East Coast. I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But if you're out there achieving your goals or whatever, it don't matter where you live. I know people that's in the country that love being in the country that have land and that's doing their thing. They got horses and cattle or whatever. And they're not complaining about it's boring. It's just your mindset, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. And I believe, like, if people, if you have kids, if you have kids, why are you complaining about the city is boring? You got kids, you know what I'm saying. If you, if it's not boring, go take your kids to a water park. Go take your kids to a museum. You know what I'm saying. It, it don't cost them much to travel to these different cities to go see different things or whatever. So I think it's just a mindset of certain people. You know what I'm saying. Especially in our town, they'd be like, "Oh, it's Bormont." Okay, well, you know what? Well, you Houston's, know, not, Houston's not that far. Why don't you go take your kid to a museum right now? You know what I, I'm I will, saying? I will say, I will say this: they say that, and they also, you know, like, oh man, that's murder capital. Like, you know, we got more crime and stuff like that. I wish that part get better. I wish people yeah, I wish realize that. Part, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wish that they realized that it's so much more than trying to rob and kill somebody. I mean, and I'm talking about the youth. Like, we got to start raising our youth better. Like, man, I mean. I don't think it's a lost generation. I just feel like so many people have stopped giving them guidance, stopped talking to them, like just let them go. Like, nah, man, sometimes we just got to reel them back in. All they really need is somebody to just let them know you ain't got to go that way. But like, like you know I said, a lot of times it's our uncles. I mean, a lot of times it's, it's, it's a lot of nephews. It's a lot of cousins yeah. that's out there walling out. You see your little cousin out there walling out. Why don't you go talk to him? You scared Why to talk it? to your little cousin? If you if you love him, you know, is he, do you want to end up in prison? Like, try to stop somebody before you see him going that route. Like, if I tell you, if I see somebody heading down the wrong direction, bro, I'm gonna let a person know. You know, that's a dead end right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. I said, if we, if we driving 
and, and I see that that shit, shit say dead end and I see a person going that way. I'm going to try to blow you, get your attention. Hey, man, you're going the wrong way. Too many people just allow people to keep going. But Too many me, people. Go ahead. Let me tell you the hindsight of it. That kid, he might respect, he might not respect the person you are because, not, not saying you, but the accountability of that person. So they might be like, man, you ain't doing nothing. Like, bro, like you in and yeah. out of jobs and you trying to tell me to get better and stuff like that. And I think like, as far as like the accountability of men, like we need to better ourselves so we can show a better example of some of these kids. Because a lot of times you can't tell these kids, they go go by what they see. Just like the right. dope dealer in the neighborhood. They right. just going by, damn, he's shining. He looking good. He got, you know what I'm saying? He got this women. He, he got this woman. He doing that. But you know what? If that kid see this dude shining, he doing good. Be like, man, what you do? Well, I work here. Oh, I'm married. That's my wife. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't. Oh man, that's my bitch. That's my guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I, I, you right. Know what I'm, I'm in the trap down the street, but my car look good. You know what I'm saying? My car worth more than my house. You know what I'm saying? They be like, hey, what you do? Oh, bro, you know I do this and that. You know what I'm saying? That's my wife. We stay over here. You we doing that? And he gonna be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, this is another side I never seen. I never seen, you know what I'm saying, a black man out there looking like, you know what I'm saying, he making more money than a dope dealer, but you know what I'm saying? He's like, what you do? Oh, bro, I work right. here and there. I do this, I do this, blah, blah, blah. You could do that too. We don't have enough of that for, our, you know what I'm saying, right. for these teams I, out there. I, and I think another thing that I was told when I was younger, like a lot of people don't realize that clean money it's so much better than dirty oh, money. Oh man, clean money is so bro. I'm talking bro. about bro, dirty money. You get you selling drugs or whatever, you get busted, you get caught. They taking that money. Clean mm. money, they can't take that from me. The only man. thing I can do is spend it on my family. I can go spend it somewhere, but it's gonna be where I enjoy it. Mm. I could be having dirty money. I'm look, the thing you gotta do with dirty money, you gotta hurry up and spend it on bullshit. Mm -hmm. Clean yep. money, yep. I can relax, I can sit yeah, on it, bro. I can yep. put that in my account and just chill. Ain't nobody yep. hey. You can't yep. mess with me. I worked hard for that. Yeah. But when you got dirty money, you got to hurry up and get rid of it. You got to get rid so of that, it. You got to get rid of it. Bro, you can't carry that much cash. So I'm saying the mindset mm -hmm. got to change. Once you realize that a lot of people are thinking, man, I'm going to sell drugs. You can't sell drugs for the rest of your life. You so, can't. You, you can't. can't I've never seen a drug dealer. They got 401k for drugs. Mm -hmm. Do they, do no, they have no. health insurance? If no, something happens to you on the corner, that's not a job. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not securing your children's future. So if you feel like that's something you want to do for the rest of your life, I've never seen a drug dealer tell me, man, you know, well, I tell you back, my, I had an uncle. He was a drug dealer, but he didn't look like he was a drug dealer because he mm -hmm. never had nothing nice. Yeah. He, you know, to say you make so much money, you ain't you ain't got nothing nice to show me. Yeah. Yep. You know and what I'm saying? Be most with the, the drug dealers right in the neighborhood you with you. They right? not, they what, they, that's they not in a nice neighborhood. That's what I'm saying, bro. You, you, not in that gated, they, you can't go to that gated community and be like, hey, man, let me go pick up a, mm -hmm. yeah, pick up a little ounce or whatever. They you, You're not going over there to get that. You know what I'm saying? It's right down the street. You're not right going to the street. Door. You're right, not going right to the door. Hey, mm -hmm. let me get an ounce from you or whatever. That's that drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're not right. going to the gated community. You're not seeing that side. Right. And which is which is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, right. but, uh, man, bro. Yeah, that was just one. That was one last one we kicked off. It didn't man, wasn't supposed to go like that. <laughs> we were just talking, bro. Man, this is look, look, like if y'all watching this or if y'all watch this later, what this is the type of conversations we have all the time. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I want to have Ken on just co-host, just me and him just vibing because this is the type of 
This is the type of conversations we have. It's been conversations that we had before the show, and I'm like, damn, I didn't already have the show. Right. Like, I don't need to do the need to do the show. Me and Ken didn't had an hour or two conversation. Shit, I'm good. I didn't have my therapeutic conversation or whatever. So, <laughs> but man, hey man, Ken, I appreciate you coming on. Right. You good, bro? Up, you you already know, man. I hope a lot of people pay attention to what we were saying because it was just dime after dime after dime. It was like Steph Curry from the three. He was just they will, bro. <laughs> they will, bro. Whatever and stuff like that. But uh, shout out to you, Miss Jackson. Shout out to Trina. Shout out to everybody that commented. Shout out to everybody that shared the post. I think Mike Malvo, he ain't usually been on here, but shout out to him commenting and stuff like that. Appreciate you, my G, and everything. But, man, I appreciate you, Ken, for coming on this Friday. You know what I'm saying? Blessing the show, as always. I look forward to you posting that picture that we was talking about pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? I know it's going to happen for you pretty soon. Yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? When it happens, for sure, man. Much love to you, man. But I appreciate you coming on. We go chop it up for sure. For sure, bro. Appreciate you, man. I bet that. Bet, bro. All right. So, man, this was a dope show. We missed last week. We missed last week, man, or whatever, but we made up this week with another phenomenal show, man. We dropped. We dropped dime after dime on this show. I ain't gonna lie. We was cooking on this mug or whatever. But that's the type of conversation uh, me and Ken have, man. We always have like some dope intellectual conversations about the youth, financial um, relationships and stuff like that. So I hope if y'all miss any other show, y'all could go back on YouTube. You could go back on the Kickback page. You could go back on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you, wherever you listen to um, but it's just on everything, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But it's been some some dimes that we dropped on this show, or whatever. And I appreciate everybody that commented and stuff like that. And like I said, you can watch the Kickback Podcast every Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, or whatever. And I appreciate y'all for tapping in with your boy, man. And once again, man, I hope y'all have a blessed weekend. I hope y'all stay safe. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all stay positive. I hope y'all go out there and achieve y'all goals and do what y'all got to do, man. You know what I'm saying? And until then, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to chop it up with y'all. And you know what? Tomorrow, tomorrow, I might tap back in with y'all, man. I'm thinking about coming back on tomorrow. It's just going to be a straight live feed, man. So if anybody want to come in and jump on the live and chop it up with your boy, you know what I'm saying, and go over what we talked about on the show and talk about in, in different topics and stuff like that, come holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? It'll be probably the same time tomorrow at 8 p.m., man. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have rock. We're going to rock out. We're going to do our thing and stuff like that. But until then, man, y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe out there, man. And y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. I love y'all 100.